Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. We just wanted to chat for a, a few minutes about what's out there now. And, you know, it's not just about women, to be fair, but it seems to be maybe directed more towards uh, women. The options around getting older naturally, gracefully, however you want to put it, <laughs> and cheek fillers and Botox and Ooh. pouts and you name oh. <laughs> all of the dynamics. And, you know, and I, I, I've often said to you, uh, Sheila, I, I, I think to be honest with you, you just think I'm just being falsely complimentary here, but I've <laughs> always loved the fact that you have just fabulous hair. and. Yeah. The hair is is flowing and white <laughs> and very artistic. And and has that been the case for a long time, or you know? Yeah, yeah. And I've 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 been very lucky. I've never dyed it. Um, I've never never had the desire to dye it, even, which is interesting. And I don't know why. Like, I, but I've also never worn makeup. Um, uh, I don't possess any makeup. Imagine, um, but I do have a daughter with lots of makeup. Uh, so yeah, I've been very lucky, I suppose, because it's in our genes. My grandmother was white in her twenties. Her hair went white in her twenties. Mine in my thirties, and I think it skips a generation. So my mother and myself were kind of greying at the same pace. Yes. So now, even just recently, when there was the lovely mayoral reception here for May Leonard and for Maureen Sparling, uh, who were in her class going to school, everyone thought I was her sister, which of course is a great compliment to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> and her genes, yeah. but yeah, I. It's funny how it's on trend now. And uh, whereas I did have an aunt who used to say to me, "I'm going to break into your house in the middle of the night and dye your hair. You should not have grey hair in your thirties. You should not have grey hair." But uh, it never bothered me, thankfully. No, so that's and, it. And and the, I mean, in terms of the chats that you have with your own daughter around makeup, for example, yes. you know, she, she's obviously taken her own path. You, you yes. went in another direction. And and what what was the thinking around that from both of you? I I think that it was just kind of at school and you know uh, being a teenager and going out and that it was it was kind of um, it was the normal thing to do. Whereas when I was growing up, it wasn't necessarily. You know, I I do remember going out to my 21st with a few people but like we weren't dressed up to the the, the nines the way people are now and you know it was all very understated so it's a different I suppose uh, world out there but now funny interestingly enough since she went to college she has actually stopped wearing makeup and I don't know whether it's because she has a boyfriend or whether that's part of the just the evolution but it's also costly you know it's quite costly and uh she would have been getting presents of us just to keep her in stock. She also knows how to apply it properly. And I was never shown and um, I would be just terrified of trying to apply it and have all those uh, marks in the wrong places and m- mismatching colours and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Kira, as I mentioned from Plush Beauty, is uh, with us. And of course, this is what you do professionally yeah. too. And it's probably a balance, isn't it, really, Absolutely. rather than it being a competition. Absolutely. Like, um, I think with the younger people, there is a lot of competition. Who has the bigger lips and who has... And Instagram has a lot to, to pay for it, you know. Um, I think it's a, a completely personal choice. I mean, you saw... I don't know if you saw, but I'm sure lots of people saw the trend of people were going in, getting their hair dyed grey, like dyed... <laughs> yes. That was a trend, do you know what I mean? So um, this lady is lucky that she can carry it you know, and has the confidence to carry it. Um, personally, for me, 
I wouldn't have the confidence to let my hair grow grey and there's plenty of it there. Um, and I wouldn't have the confidence to go out without makeup. I just, I, I suppose my mum was always into um, a little bit of makeup. She used to always say to me, if I was going out, oh, put on a bit of lipstick. Do you know, it was just, it was in our house. Mum always had a little bit of makeup and there was always war if we were at the, the makeup you know, the makeup bag and whatever. And in my family, it's the same as well. I have two little girls, they're eight and 11 and they're not allowed to wear makeup, but they're allowed to play with it and they're always in at my stuff, you know. So just a different, different household, different people. And is there pressure on women in the workplace to wear makeup, do you think? Um, I don't, I don't know if I'd use the word pressure. Like most women choose to wear makeup. You know, if you choose mm. not to wear makeup, in my profession, you know, like all the girls got into this profession, the, the girls that work in plush. So like we just naturally wear makeup. Yes. And it has been said to me if um, like it's lovely to have a makeup free day. Oh, my God. Like if you just tracksuit and no makeup. um, I have a couple of scars on my face as well. So I'm, I'm always conscious of that, you know. But if I have a makeup free day, then people will say, oh, you know, are you are you unwell? Are you tired? Because they're not used to seeing me without it. Yeah. Yeah, I, so, sorry, Shelia. Yeah, I admire people who can wear it and and wear it well. And I, my yeah. sister, ironically, trained as a beautician and does wear it well, and is often um, trying to encourage me, especially if I'm going to something, to to at least put the lipstick on, at least mm-hmm. put the lipstick on, and it does make a huge difference. It is a confidence boost, and I have to say, like that now, I, I'm like I'm I'm not a person that goes to the hairdresser often, but when I do, it does give you a huge boost of confidence and I didn't understand that until during City of Culture actually when I had to go to lots of things and get my hair done and you know get that sort of um, makeover and it was this really self uh, affirming kind of like oh wow I, I, I look fabulous I know I look fabulous as opposed to you know you get up you tie up your hair you go out into the world and you just hope you look fine <laughs> but when you work in the council, I mean, you know, is there any uh, pressure, you know, even if it's under the surface within the council to wear makeup? If, no, um, absolutely none, I would say. I think people no. put pressure on themselves, you know yeah, what I mean, a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, a male listener has got in touch. Um, maybe hasn't thought this through enough, in my view. But anyway, we'll read it. Um, just let Joe know there that uh, there are dads going to and from schools now more often than ever, um, and often more than mothers to collect kids, trying to get involved with children. We're doing our best, but of course, we'll never be at the level of a woman at this. But dads are way more involved now. Well, thank you for that. I assume you're not comparing that to labour and pregnancy though and nine months and because if you are that's a risk uh, you'll be in taking fairness, dads are I agree dads are brilliant these days yeah, they're so involved yeah. um, you know my own husband is so involved with the girls like we both work full time and dads are mega these yeah. days I really think they are okay um, just, there's another one we can clip for our mobile phones yep. <laughs> and, and my husband would have, wouldn't have understood maybe a small child you know and like the precariousness of holding a small child and that but as our daughter grew up like they, they are fantastically close now in terms of you know the conversations that they have and the interests and you know pursuing arguments in a very grown up mature way so they it took it took time for them to to find they, where they where they were compatible i suppose if you like in terms of supporting each other Right. Um, Jimmy C, makeup artist, also on the line, um, guest on this show in the past as well. Hi, Jimmy, how are you? 
Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, good. good. So, so this whole, is it a dilemma at all, maybe? Or as we were saying, is it just a, a matter of, of choosing what suits you makeup-wise or treatment-wise? Or if it doesn't suit you at all, male or female, not to go down that road? Is that grand now, or am I being naive? No, I, it, it absolutely is. Like, I work in the education of makeup, so what we do is, and what I've seen down to the years is, women get um, presents or gifts of makeup at Christmas and birthdays and stuff, and they have all this makeup at home, brushes and stuff, and they just don't know what to do with it. Um, so I think the education behind it is very important, and knowing how to apply products, whether they're day products, night products, what kind of looks to go for. And the most important thing is what kind of suits the actual features of the particular wearer itself. And it's funny listening to the girls there about um, grey hair. I actually only yesterday dyed my hair grey. And um, Did you? Uh, I did. <laughs> it's happened and to me naturally, I have to say. I, have, well, I haven't had to go down that road. What little of it I have left. And I'm not, allowing it, I'm not allowing it to come through. <laughs> no, to see, with me, I have a lot of grey hair coming through. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace it and try it. But the funny thing about it is, my mother is in her mid no, her mid fifties. God, she'll kill me. <laughs> 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 and she Be careful. She hasn't even the appearance of one grey hair. Like not even she she doesn't dye her hair. Never really had. And like there is me full of it and actually just giving into it now and dyeing my hair grey and stuff. But it suits me anyway. If I do say it to myself. But it's funny talking about listening to the girls about good genes and stuff. It is in the genes I think as well because. She hasn't one line, not even a fine line or wrinkle, no grey hair. And um, I look older than her, unfortunately. <laughs> but Jimmy, um, you know this no makeup makeup look? Yes. Are you talking about the Instagram makeup and stuff? Well, well what, I, what I mean, I mean, like for me now, for example, you know, is that could I use makeup that wouldn't look as though I'm wearing makeup, but would yeah. enhance my natural amazingness? Absolutely, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I did, um, I did a, a TED Talk event. I did makeup for a TED Talk event in the University of Limerick a couple of months ago, and it was um, uh, majority male speakers. And I did all their makeup and none of them looked like they were wearing anything because a couple of them were like, you know what, at the start, I'm not really going to go for any. But as soon as they actually started seeing the other men, their skin just looked clear. It didn't look like there was any product on it. So it's all got to do with the product and the coverage that you're using and texture and stuff. They, all of them went for it. That's, that's so. interesting here, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's like, um, there's, uh, I do a lot of um, shows, you know, I have my own um, magnetic lash range and I do a lot of shows um, and there's a lot of guys at that and they all have a little bit of makeup on. They're going on stage and like that, you know, it's it's really Is it foundation or around the eyes? Yeah, or? they'd have like a little little bit of foundation on, a little bit of concealer on, you know. Yeah. Um, lipstick? A tan, a lot tan? of them would wear tan. Yeah, yeah. Not really lipstick, more, more maybe, you know, like, no, not really lipstick. I haven't seen. And you know when people are lashing on the tan? Yeah. Is it? Well, lashing on the tan. So, lashing on the tan. So, this tan has really advanced these days. Like, you can you can um, have a tan and not... Like, people will often say to me, um, were you on holidays? No, it's tan. So, lashing on the tan, you're probably seeing the the young ones going around with the, the ultra, ultra, ultra dark. That's all they want is ultra, ultra dark. And, like, it's not a nice look for me. I, I just don't think it's a nice look. Um, I, I'm older, so I like a little bit more natural. So lashing on the tan, you don't have to look like you're wearing it. Okay, so does that mean then that, that you'd have to take into account my natural paleness as to the degree of tan I'd get away with? 
You see, some people want, like, either you can, these days you can control tan, so you can go for mild ones, you can go for medium ones, you can go for dark, you can go for ultra dark, you can go for ultra, ultra dark. It depends on the look that you want. Some people like the fake look. Um, I was talking to someone the other day and their daughter is in secondary school and you need to look like you're wearing tan. That's why they want to be so dark, which is mad, really, but that's the look that they like, you know? Um, okay, and well, uh, texter uh, man again. I really don't know what the men are trying to do this morning. Oh eight six one two three ninety five ninety five says, Ah, Joe, all women's problems start with men, menstrual cycle, mental health, and menopause. Oh, shapers. <laughs> You are really putting yourself out there. Um, and uh, on ageing gracefully, just kind of coming back to the core of this, uh, Sheila Deegan, um, yes. what do you consider ageing gracefully to be? Well, I suppose to stay young from the inside out, if you can, because, you know, from the outside in, it, it might look different to other people. But certainly, you know, um, you can't control certain things that happen, whether it's your body shape changing or, you know, what you were talking about earlier, how it might affect you in terms of mood swings and that. But you certainly, I find that you, I'm definitely more patient. I'm definitely more um, interested in new things and trying new things because maybe you realize that, you know, you have achieved, you have done a lot and now you need to kind of uh, maybe a bit more bit more reflective and embracing of um, either, as I say, new things or, or, or new adventures. I know I didn't go to college till I was a mature student. And at the time, some of the other mature students were much older than me. They were like turning 50 at the time. And uh, for them, what an amazing thing to, to do was to go back and uh, you know, get a degree at 50, learn how to drive, have their first, uh, by the time we graduated, one of them had had their first grandchild. So, you know, there there is this amazing other stage of your life, if you like, so long as you embrace it in the right way. Okay, well, that's a very positive note on uh, which to end this particular conversation. Thank you to Arts Officer for Limerick City and County Council, Sheila Deegan, Kira Flanagan from Plush Beauty and Dora Doyle. Uh, good to see you, Kira. How are you doing? Thanks, and uh, makeup artist, Jimmy C., as well. Call Limerick today now on 461995.